0: Is that,
1: is that what What's happening,
0: y'all? <laughs> I'm on JT, welcome to that. Cue today. Back with another episode of He Said, She Said. <laughs> right here, to my right side, I got my
1: right
0: hand man, JT. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another show of He Said, She Said. Uh, this is Jarvis JT, and to my right here, yeah, to my right here, I have. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> to my right here, I have. Uh the first lady Chrissy J. I'll let her introduce herself.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: It's your girl Chrissy J on the ones and twos. You know what to do. <laughs> I
1: and to my far right
0: here, I have my
2: right
0: hand man, uh, Q, Q Walker. Hey
3: but y'all already know who it is and what it is, you know. Yeah. It's Q F-U Walker. Q. I'm not even doing all that, let no I'm I'm cool, calm, is, do I do that for real? Yeah, <laughs> Man, y'all ain't shit. Uh, we'll be looking for two new co-hosts coming here soon, because <laughs> I'm bad tired of them. But yeah, y'all already know what it is. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we have an esteemed guest today, and I'll let Jarvis gonna introduce
0: her real quick. All right. Uh, so, in studio today, we have Kim One Look. I'm not gonna mess that up. I already know. No, that
2: was good. Kim One,
0: she's a social media influencer with over 16,000 followers on Instagram. She is a speaker and an entrepreneur. She owns the nail shop in Branning Crossing, uh, and is set to open her second location near downtown Lexington. Her mission is to give women the space to discover self love, self awareness, and help them express their divine feminine energy. She uses her platform to amplify social issues and spread positivity with authentic and uplifting content. So without further ado, I'll let her kind of get introduce herself and just say hello.
2: Hi. I think that was it. I don't need to say anything. That was one hell that. of an Thank intro, Smith. Hey <laughs>
1: man,
0: come on, man. I didn't pay him
3: to
1: write that.
3: <laughs> but uh yeah we, we felt the need to do this show i mean i know it's a lot of other topics going on right now with derrick jackson and all that but that's easy to talk about we wanted to talk about something that was a little bit more interesting a little bit something that hits home especially for for these three over here as you can tell uh their nationalities
0: don't tell them what you are jarvis <laughs> all right so uh aside from being black i'm also korean as well so i'm half black and half korean
1: filipino and black
3: <laughs> you gonna tell people
2: i I I forgot.
3: <laughs> she she was so mesmerized. she was like, "What?"
2: Um, I am Vietnamese and I'm a quarter American, I'm a quarter white people. A
3: quarter <laughs> white people. <laughs> and, we don't
1: know what though.
3: You know, know everybody already know I'm black and Dominican, so you know what I'm saying.
1: I didn't know. Dominican no.
0: huh? cube. My dad.
1: Let me go. Man, he, hey, man, <laughs>
0: hey, man, that man black. Right. <laughs> black and Dominican. Anyway, so uh, on today's show, what we're going to talk about today is uh, some of the uh, the stuff that's been going around. As everybody knows, uh, er- everybody's been seeing in the news things about like the, uh, the Atlanta spa shooting, mm-hmm. things of that nature. And then also, um, you know, if you've been following the news or social media, you've been hearing about everything going on out west uh specifically in Cali, but I'm sure other places as well, uh, with all the uh the hate against uh Asian Americans and just Asians in general. Uh so uh I know Kim personally, uh and I know that she's been using her platform to kinda speak up against uh the hate and the attacks on Asian Americans. So nah Q, you're not you not, you don't look Mexican. No, no, no. But uh but anyways, uh so we wanted to bring Kim on I the show. Asian? Nah, Asian. you look black. <laughs> you look black. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we'll just start getting into the show. Uh first we're gonna kind of get into uh some of Kim's uh endeavors, like we had talked about. She's uh a nail shop owner here in Lexington and she owns uh her nail shop is called The Nail Shop. Yeah,
2: we're just keeping it basic.
0: The nail shop and it's out in Brandon Crossing. So uh if, if you guys are in the Lexton, Nicholasville, or any surrounded areas, uh go check her nail shop out. It's pretty dope. And she's about to open up a second location. Somebody's crazy. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um so the first things first, Kim, uh, with you being a business owner, yeah. um, and just thinking about some of the uh the businesses in Atlanta, like the spas in Atlanta that are owned by Asian or Asian-Americans. How do you feel now? Like, does it make you uneasy?
2: I think um, yes, yes and no. I think that what happened was a really major accident almost the fact that it was just some random kid 21 years old that said he had a sex addiction and wanted to go shoot up all these songs like obviously that's not something that happens a lot yeah. you know it's, it's not the stories that you hear of like a cop that kills a black man like that happens a lot in America yeah, but some random white person that just goes on a mass shooting of the Asian community is not common um so it's 100 it's scary and I've done a lot of news coverage in the last week about it and that's been really scary because obviously I, I want to use my voice and I want to talk about the issues, but then you wonder, are you putting your staff at risk? Um, are you making your mm. business more vulnerable doing so? And at the end of the day, I, I chose to speak regardless, but yeah, it is, it's, it's scary.
0: Okay. I, so, so the question I had is, um, you know, I know my mom, her being Korean, um, mm-hmm you know, Atlanta being a real close destination. So my mom frequents Korean spas in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area. It, it wasn't any of the uh, the spas that were actually involved uh, in the shootings, but have you visited any of the spas down in Atlanta?
2: Um, no, but I'm so, I feel like these were very specifically like massage parlors and I'm sure the ones that your mom goes to are similar to the ones I go to where they're like a full spa service. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like these are mostly just like massage parlors. Okay. Um, but regardless, it's still just, I mean,
0: yeah.
2: it's just so shocking. I mean, what it, like, I, I remember it was Tuesday night and I. I, I was busy all night, actually, and it was at, at midnight when I, um, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you guys are familiar with an app called Clubhouse, um, mm-hmm. but I was on Clubhouse, and there was a room, and the title of the room was Healing and Grieving for the Asian Community. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the Asian community? Like, what did, <laughs> what did I miss? And then I looked on the news, and, I, and that's when I saw it at midnight, and I was like, wait, what? Um, so I, I went through that whole day without knowing anything had happened. Yeah. Um, and then that, I mean, all of last week I had trouble sleeping. I had trouble, I just had trouble being there. Cause it, like one, like you said, I use my platform to talk about a lot of harder, heavier things. And then, so I got into the space where I felt like if I didn't respond to every DM, if I didn't answer every call, if I didn't do every interview, if I didn't show up in every way, I felt like that I wasn't doing my job, that I felt like I wasn't doing enough.
0: And so last week was really, 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 really hard on me, actually. I'm glad we asked you to
2: do it this
0: week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no added pressure.
3: <laughs> so, you know, like we talk, joked about earlier before the show, I'm the minority in this conversation. So we got her perspective. So I want to know from a male's perspective, drivers, how did you feel and your thoughts? Because like she said, um, this was something that's an anomaly. It's a one-off. You don't see this, but compared mm-hmm. to, you know, seeing a, you know a white officer kill a black man so with you being black and korean how did this affect you when you saw
0: this well i, I like i feel what she's saying i i kind of i kind of look at it a little different right cuz i kind of look at it as it's still this is still a a crime against a minority right yeah. like some kind of killing against a minority even though it isn't the black com- i mean i mean she's right in saying that right like you don't typically see this you know, that specific. yeah not
2: specific. Right? Yeah. Where it's about that, a sex crime, like I'm not exactly. a sex crime, but you know, where it's like yeah. like sexually driven. Yeah.
0: Um, which I'm I'm kind of torn because I, I don't know if that was just an excuse or what, you know. That's what I'm leaning to. Yeah, yeah. go ahead not, and not, just I'm how and, and, and just how things were kind of, you know, unfolded by the police, it, it, it made a lot of things very hard to believe. Uh and I'm not saying, you know. Like, I hate to kind of think in the way of a conspiracy theorist, but at the same time, I mean, people cover up stuff all the time. Of course. Right? Yeah. So, uh, but for me, I was I was really, like, it took me a while to process it. You know, even though I saw it, and in the back of my head, I just kept thinking about my mom visiting Atlanta. And, you know, not only that, even the attacks just in general. All on ever. Yeah, all over, just on the Asian community. Like, mm-hmm. it just really made me think, because I'm going to be honest with you, someone ever does that to my mama there we go that's
3: what i won't get to oh
0: god (laughs) (laughs) oh god you might as well you might as well like yeah yeah somebody gotta die i mean
2: the attacks are so prevalent in the bay area in new york um in los angeles and and they're, they're mostly attacking the elderly they're mostly attacking people that don't speak English as well mm-hmm. um and it's just it's it's unfair I mean yesterday yesterday in the Bay Area there were kids going around on buses mm-hmm. slapping people of the Asian race yeah it was like what that's so weird
3: so, be- were the kids like a certain ethnicity or was it just like a bunch of random I, I kids? I didn't
2: look that deeply into it, okay. but I, I, I remember I saw friends um, online where they were trying to gather community leaders to, to stop it from happening. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's just been, I mean, this has been happening for the last year, though. You know yeah. Jarvis it's like it's been just on and off of of these Asian hate crimes, but that no no one can call it a hate crime because there isn't enough evidence that mm-hmm. it is racially Motorman. um yeah yeah like there's just not enough evidence but then it's like how much evidence do you need yeah, yeah.
0: see 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 I seen kind of the same thing my home girl on Instagram kiona um her 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 Instagram tag is how not to travel like a basic bitch, but mm-hmm. she, uh, you know, me and her had been kind of like talking back and forth about some of the stuff. And she, uh, she had just kind of referenced some of that stuff and how she was organizing, you know, trying to help organize some stuff going on in San Francisco. Um, you know, we didn't get to talk like too much. Cause I think I was, I was busy at the, at the other gig or whatever, but, um, that's, that's really crazy. Cause I think the way it was set up was that, was it like a gang initiation or something like that? Cause I tried to look into it, read into it. She had posted a little bit about it, and I tried to read it up on it a little bit. But it looked like they were like either daring each other to do it, or in order to join this gang or whatever. Was it, it like is.
3: sixteen to eighteen, or was it
0: twenty year olds? Did they didn't yeah. really
3: give any specifics. It yeah. yeah. was just a yeah. bunch of people sure. running around slapping.
2: They specifically did uh, say kids. I heard okay. kids.
0: So I'm assuming maybe eighteen. 18 younger. 90, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. 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 the so, uh so, so I see the thing that said there's been an attack on black America for years. And up. I and I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not opposed to that at all. There but I'm a, not opposed to um, Antoine Strong. Antoine, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, but I'm not opposed to that at all. And you know what I'm saying, that's a that's an issue in itself as well. So I think that that should be talked about, but I don't think that that one or the other takes away from the other, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and
1: that's been my issue.
0: Yeah, for that's, me, that's
1: been a big yeah, discussion. yeah. It's yeah. been a
0: big discussion just because of the climate of of that. But mm-hmm. you know, and you know, Tina can elaborate on how she feels, but for me, it it don't take away from one or the other. So if I see, you know, like I'm gonna speak on both, regardless, right. and if it's an attack on mm-hmm. on Muslims or you know on Buddhism or, or whoever, yeah. you know, I'm humans I'm going to speak on humans. it. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I don't feel like we should put the two up, but you know, if, if that's how some people feel, you know what I'm saying, that's, you know, that's how they feel and I can't. But, but, before we get to the two part, cause I definitely want to dive into that
3: part. Tina, you know, you being black and Filipino, we talked about drivers being Korean and black. When you seen this shooting, What what was your thought process because i I know you've been real vocal about these things on on social media here lately so like what was your initial reaction when you seen everything go down or when you read
1: about it i mean if i can be all the way transparent so i i i I am i relate more to the black community simply because i was raised in america you know i just met my mom for the first time in 2008 so I recognize, of course, that I'm half Asian, but most people don't like. Even she didn't know until, you know, you put it out there. But it didn't matter whether I was half Asian or not. Just to see it, you know, like it made me sad. Like I was mad. Like I was angry, and I was an- even more angry to see, I guess, the sheriff get on there and make the statement that, you know, he was just he was just having a bad day and yeah, it was that, a sex- that. Like, dude, seriously.
3: That whole like, like
1: the narrative that they put out here um when it comes to i mean i'm just be all the way Throw, the when, way it, comes, there, when yeah. it comes to the white man it's there ridiculous you, you know um if it was a muslim and i know that's not a race i'm saying just saying if it was someone muslim that did it it would have already been deemed as this is a, a terrorist attack you know what i mean the whole narrative on the news would have been totally different than it was that day mm-hmm. and i just i mean it it pisses me off. Like, that's how we even started having this conversation. Because yeah. Q and I was on the phone one day.
3: Yeah.
1: And I'm then talking to him about it. Yeah. it
3: Saturday. yeah. And I had
1: made a post, and I'm talking about it. And then he's giving his input on what other people are saying. I'm just like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. You know, like how I posted. I was like, it's selfish to only care about someone's humanity, you know, uh, when you're getting something in return. And for that, races have no reason to be fair towards us. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
3: It makes sense.
1: So that that whole thing, and I mean, of course, you didn't say it, but the sheriff said it. Oh, was it sex? I mean, that right there. Like, I was just done with it.
3: For me, it was it sex was addiction, bad, the bad, bad day. day. That, that's what it does for me, the bad day. Like, so that's an excuse for, you know, you go out, not to say you have to go to that extreme, but that gives you an excuse to do X, Y, and Z, because shit, I just had a bad day, Jarvis. Friend. I, I just feel like I feel like shooting them in the chest because you know what? I just had a bad day today for him, it is what it is. I mean, I just I don't
1: understand it. And they just it it, it <laughs> angers me at put the that. end of the day. What is it? Put
0: the put put the other one back with the all eyes matter thing. Okay, I on, Because I'm a dress Michelle. Okay, hold on. Me... Michelle. I'm i okay. I'm gonna address her. All right, there you go. All right. So so to me, Michelle, to be all the way 100 with you, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you slice it, I'm both black and Asian, right? So if I say that. That an Asian life matters. It matters because I'm Asian. My mom is Asian. My, you know, I have a whole side of my family that's Asian. But I don't. I don't even. You know, what I'm saying the All Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter organization. That that shit don't really mean nothing. Like, like to me, it's a it's an actual it's an actual life that matters to me. So if it's like, it don't matter to me if it's a it's a if a black person got killed and and it was. You know what I'm saying inhumane or, or 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 it was a crime or a hate crime against them. That's exactly what it is, right? Um, yeah. Or just or just any way. Ah, oh, okay. I ain't I ain't I, I ain't see that. Think she was talking to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think she she's half
1: Asian. So she's oh, okay, half okay. Asian and she's ha- she's Jordanian, okay. so she's Middle Eastern. Ah, oh, okay, okay. So I think okay. she
3: was just saying. She said it was a Middle Eastern who did the shoes. She said if it was, oh, if it was, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she was just
1: saying the way they're saying it sounds like because she's. Okay. Uh,
0: half okay. Filipino, too.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. my bad, Michelle. Yeah. Because you can I was like, I thought it was Hey, look. I thought it was I was like, oh, Nah,
0: nah. Nah, because I didn't, you know, because a lot of people had, you know what I'm saying? When I when <laughs> I say, you know, stuff like that and people don't know that I'm half Asian or whatever, regardless, but it's like, agree, Michelle. My bad, my oh, bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. But But no, I do feel like You know, a lot of people have been, you know, especially in the black community. Like it's because one person is 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 taken up for another race don't Mm -hmm. mean that we not worried about one other cause.
2: Right. I, I, I think it's unfortunate that All Lives Matter gained a really bad rep because I think it was because I think it was hard when Black Lives Matter was at its height and people kept throwing, Well, all lives matter. It's like, fuck you, yes, we know that. That's not yeah, the yeah. point. Yeah, all <laughs> lives won't matter so,
1: until Black Lives
2: Matter. <laughs> yeah. So All Lives Matter isn't a bad thing. It's just you're not you're not giving light to the black lives that were taken. Like
0: Yeah. No, 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 I mean I mean man, it just it just kinda like?
1: Chariotops?
0: I'm good, man. It's just it's just, you know, what I'm saying because you hear that argument all the time, man. And I just think like, you know, we we ain't never going to progress as a as a human race if we can't if we can't look at another. I mean, you know, what I'm saying we can't look at a struggle without thinking like, you know, yes, I know like like that. That don't diminish anything on that side. You know what I'm saying? And I get it.
1: Listen, um, me and Q was going through it on Saturday. He was like, yeah. What? wait, wait, team. He said, yeah. oh, I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm this ain't
0: Walmart. coming from me. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> like, I said, flexed <laughs> Yeah, what? like
3: she was like, cause because... we, we was having this conversation, and, you know, I'll let her, you know, open the open the conversation up. But I was just speaking from what I've been seeing posts and people say from the black community. So it wasn't my thoughts. I'm just giving her what I've been saying, And I guess, I don't know if she was, like, in the I heat, heat of the moment. Okay,
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay, was in okay. the heat of the
3: moment, I right, emotional, and then she started acting like I was saying the stuff. And I was like, "Hold on, Tina, like it, this ain't me. Like I'm just telling you what I've been reading." She's like, "Nah, nah," because I'm just telling you. And I'm like, "Hold <laughs> on, well, Tina, I'm about to find this mic. Let me call you back real quick." But uh, Tina, yeah, go ahead and talk about what you've been speaking on here lately. That's you know really got you emotional.
1: I mean, so I made a post the other day because, and I said something to Q, but he was quiet when I said it. You know, you say something, and you think the person's supposed to be like, "Yeah, I feel you." He was quiet, and I'm like, "Hello, like what's going on?" So basically it's pissing me <laughs> off that I'm seeing people make these statements like so where was all these Asians was when yeah. black lives mattered I'm like what? what what's your point so now they want us who is they when have you seen the Asians say why should we stand up for them they don't stand up for us and the argument that Q and I were having or the, the debate it wasn't was, even debate it
3: was a conversation you was debating me I was <laughs> conversating with you
1: because what he was saying is well Christina uh, he said I think what's going on is, where were they when black we didn't see them on the front line like we seen white people on the front line. I said, well, first of all, uh, Asians are minorities, so maybe they was just mixed in. And I said it's easier to see a white person on the front line with Black Lives Matter. I said, but regardless, do we not take up for or stand for you know the Asian community because we didn't see everybody stand first? I said, in that case, how do you know no Asians stood up for Black Lives Matter? Hey, so you telling me I'm none be stood up
0: with you though? Out out west, out in Cali, they go hard. Yeah, they went hard. During, yeah. during all of that, they went so hard. You you maybe just didn't see it here. It ain't me. <laughs> no 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 no. I'm just speaking but I said, The
1: media wasn't necessarily covering that. And that's what everyone goes. Yeah. By. You yeah. know what I mean? And it depends on what part of the country that you're living in that you see it. But I see these posts that keep saying, "Nah we nah." Where was they at when we was in the struggle? Like, it oppression is oppression. You know what I mean? When it comes to the minorities, like it is what it is. But. How would I not what do I look like? I mean, even outside of me being mixed, what do I look like not standing up for the Asian community just because I feel like, well shit, it wasn't enough of them standing up for us? Like,
3: yeah.
1: It just doesn't make like I'm talking about I was so mad at Q. Like he was yeah. like, wait, he was like, it ain't me.
3: Yeah. I'm not seeing it. It was it was an open dialogue that we were having, but it just seemed like I was anti what she was saying and pro black, what like, nah you know what i'm saying where was they at when we was going through x y and z but i guess i should have been more articulate and saying this is what i've been seeing yeah,
1: yeah, because it, it came across
3: like nah tina nah it's just black folk everything over here with me and if i didn't see them standing with us i didn't see them marching with us Because
1: that's what he was saying <laughs> and I said, you, he was like no 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 i'm not saying i said it i'm saying that that's what i'm seeing other people say i would oh, we'll just say that Because <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you know i'm not yeah.
0: Right. What, what what's your take on it kim basically just like like how how has you know like when you posted because i've seen you post about both black lives matter
1: yeah
0: and you know stop the asian hate all that uh like how has some of your followers and and you know have they came at you have they attacked you for feeling one way or the other especially when you posted about like black lives matter did you did you see yourself like losing followers? Did you see people who maybe yeah was you know were writing you hate messages for what you were writing?
2: No, I, I think I'm very fortunate. I don't get a lot of hate messages because I think I'm very honest about everything. So I think people don't feel the need because I'm just not gonna respond. I'm not gonna fuck with it. So right. don't even bother. Um, but I did it on both ends on my business and my personal page. And yeah, there's definitely definitely and an a decline. In followers, we definitely lost people. Um, I was in, I was actually, I I wanna say attacked. I was attacked by a black woman in a room, in a clubhouse room. Uh, She got very angry with me because I I had just explained how I think what we see as oppression and what we see as people stepping up to help others is really just what we see in our own community. Mm -hmm. It's our own personal lived experiences. So I, I think that when you say that that no one has stepped she, she, she got very angry she's like no one has stepped up for the black community and I was like I'm I'm. that's unfortunate that you haven't seen that I have mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's been like that forever but in my community people have stepped up mm-hmm. for the black community I have I've seen it all over California I've seen it all over the west and she got so angry with me and pretty much basically was saying that that, that yeah us this whole stop Asian hate movement is taking away from Black Lives Matter, and it was really unfortunate mm-hmm. that she thought that it couldn't be mutually exclusive. That she thought that both movements couldn't happen at the same time. That she truly felt that both movements happening at the same time is, is so much better because now there's this collaboration between two marginalized groups, and she didn't mm-hmm. see that. And it was really unfortunate.
1: It, it
3: was how, how do now this is to both of you mm-hmm. how do y'all keep y'all calm during such an emotional debate like that, with you guys being you know you black and Filipino and Vietnamese, right? And for you, for you, Tina, people might say see it as, oh, well, you neglecting your black side because you just standing with them. And then with you, it's like, oh, well, you just neglecting the Asian side. You, you protest for Black Lives Matter. So people are like, well, why are you protesting and going so hard for them when well, we got our own struggle? So how do y'all balance that? Because that seems like it'd be kind of difficult.
1: For me, I just understand. And I don't, I mean, this lying is extra, People are just ignorant at the end of the day. You know what i mean and for me uh even if it was somebody white and it was pro- police brutality am i not gonna look at that as being wrong because it was they was unlawfully shot or killed by a police officer no police brutality is poli- police what,
3: what i mean by like from your own community so black people coming to you like how do you and it's like when they come to you saying, oh, why are you so pro-Asian when Black Lives Matter is going like, why ain't you rad with her? How do you deal with that? And for you, it's
2: like... Very frustrating. Um, uh, it, it, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating because I think there is there is a long history of uh, um marginalized groups being put against each other yeah. right, to elevate themselves. So let's... You guys know of the uh, the model minority group as in, as an Asian. So we are seen as the model minority um and and there's a lot there's like pros and cons to that you know we're, we're the minority that's supposed to achieve more We're the minority that stays out of trouble but then on top of that then we're the minority that's weak that's timid that is not outspoken that can't be leaders that doesn't run companies that doesn't get you know whatever raises or or, or leadership roles and and so it's like and that's that's just one part of our oppression. Mm-hmm. And then you look at you know like the the, the black community and their oppression are just not even getting hired into these companies for being black, and not even getting certain opportunities because they're black. So it's like I mean it's just it, it's 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 the I hate to say this, but it's like it's the oppressor is just putting one marginalized group against the other. Yeah. And there's just a long long history of that. So my there's numerous people in my family that were just like, why why are you going down to protest? Why would you? Yeah stand up for black people like this. I'm like, I'm not just standing up for black people. I'm standing up for any community of people that, that.
0: Go with injustice.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's at the end of the day, you just want equality for all human lives. Mm-hmm. Like no one's better than anyone else. And I mean, this isn't even just a matter of, of race that you start talking about socioeconomic stance, you know, mm-hmm. like people that make less and that are from lower income families also get a lot less opportunities. Right. I
1: mean, it, it's, a, it's a big conversation. I guess my frustration is when it comes to it, especially, I mean, even from the black side, is that how did this situation, this unfortunate situation of these lives being taken, then put two races Jeez, against each so, other yeah. to say, oh, well, you're not as oppressed or I'm more oppressed than you. Like, mm-hmm. why is it even a Cause, hashtag? Cause, like, cause why we is it? Even... We're going to
0: oppress each other that way. Exactly. And, it's, and, it's, and, and, and when y'all was talking about that, and just seeing like some of Antoine's posts, like it just immediately made me go to think about, you know, Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Mm-hmm. When they when they talking about Fred Hampton and Fred mm-hmm. Hampton organized and got not just the black people, but he got the brown people, you know what I'm saying? And they came together and he was like, hey, yo, like we fighting the same fight. Yeah. Like, why don't we just team up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when, you know what I'm saying? Like, a
1: great
0: movie. And we just go against the oppressor. As opposed to us fighting each other, which is what the oppressor wants us to do, and then we just oppressing each other, so we basically helping them yeah, out. Yeah, regardless, yeah, we're doing our full.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I had a conversation real quick today uh, with somebody, and he was asking me, that just, I mean, he agreed with me, but he was like, you know, I, I want to hear about what they you think. Click is, what? Go ahead. I'm yeah, what no, no, you I, go ahead. He okay. just asked me. To click. I've something. seen. He was like, I've seen posts or you know statuses where people are saying, well. Why are the Asians bleaching their skin? You know, they don't want to be dark like a, And I'm like, some black people don't want to be black. I'm okay. sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, they're trying to find reasons <laughs> as to why we should not support the Asian community. I said, it's just all about the media. I said, there's so many darker, complected Filipinos in the Philippines, but you don't see that because that's not who they put on the front line, on the forefront. So that yes. you can see that to know what they really are. But. I just think they're just I think they're bullshit excuses as to why we should not, you know, what I mean, just trying to find reasons like, well, they don't want to be like anyway, they don't even want to be dark. So why would we, you know, try to stand up for them? And I'm like, you got black people to bleach your skin. Like, what are you talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't
1: know. I just I, I just think that the reasons that they're coming up with, there's no good reason of why we should not support the Asian community. Yeah, I like, give what would be the reason?
3: But I don't think there is no reason other than what y'all were just alluding to earlier it's it's like it's like the black community is having a fight with all other communities to try to prove now we're the most oppressed you know what i'm saying and and it's like we're trying to prove something instead of just being like okay at the end of the day fucking wrong is wrong regardless of you know whatever ethnicity wrong is wrong but it's like like tina was alluding to earlier a lot of the black community i don't say a lot of black community some people in the black community is what she was facing with or talking about is like man now nah, that's their problem now nah, they wouldn't they wouldn't with us when yeah. we was, was like nah that, that's on them instead of being like hey nah we got we got y'all back you know what i'm saying and i think it's because a lot of black people feel like we went through slavery and jim crow and segregation and we always felt like we were by ourselves but which is not true because you know in order to get to some of that stuff to be done, we did have to get, you know, help from other ethnicities, white people to get into into doors, but that's neither here nor there. But black people feel like we went through this fight for so long by ourselves. Now the Asian people are like, hey, you know, can you walk with us? And we're like, nah, 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 this is new to y'all, like y'all, y'all figure it out. And it's, it's so effed up.
1: And they deal with their own. My cousin, she's black, but she moved to China for whatever reason I'm not sure, but she's over there teaching. I'm like I she just up in one day it was like I'm moving to China. Yeah. She's young. She teaches kids over there. And they're dealing with their own issues over there like living yeah. under like a dictatorship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. everybody deals with different levels of stuff. I that that comment about the
0: uh... I agree, Antoine. They do. I mean, I mean it's yes, it's only it's only natural. He said black folks want to hear people outside of ourselves saying the things we've been saying. So it's, ne- I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because it gives you a sense of, okay, like they understand, right? Yeah. Like like they standing with us. So I get that too. Um, but I mean, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you, right? So so, so when we settled down in, in uh, Lexington, when it was, uh, you know what I'm saying? When my dad retired from the military and all that. And I still remember when I, when I moved here, you know what I'm saying? Because I was used to living on army bases. So I seen a bunch of people that looked like me. So it was never really, you know what I'm saying? that when I lived on those army bases,
2: like you,
0: as in like black people, well, well, black and mixed? Asian, okay, like, like a lot of mixed people, so there was a lot of diversity. So, so I never really had too much stuff. Now, when we moved off of the army base, you know, we had issues with probably more white people. But when we moved to Lexington, I can tell you, when I first moved to Lexington, I had more, more black people hating on me talking about the way I look saying, I look Chinese, or I look this, or look at my, uh, or look at your eyes, you know, talking about me, then, then white people even did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and you know what I'm saying? And y'all know me, like I, I you know, although I love and respect both sides of my culture, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I ride hard for the Koreans, I, I ride hard for the black people, you know what I'm saying? Because I love them both equally, but, I probably identify, well, I do identify now, probably. I, I identify more with my black culture, you know, just in a sense yeah. of, of, of who I am, right? Um, but still, like as a as a kid in fourth grade, moving out Hollow Creek, going to Northern Elementary, I got picked on more from black people just on the way I look, mm-hmm. right? Now that could have turned me one way or the other, you know what I'm saying? But that's crazy. I mean, that, that's that's just part of it. So it's like, you know, what what if I'd have took that and just, you know what I'm saying, took that and 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 just ran with it and, and got to the point where I'm like, uh, man, who is that? What
3: you want? Hold on, you talking about the roasting? It says Jarvis, how much of that roasting and how much was it racism? That's from uh, Quentin Roberts. If that's the one you' are talking about,
0: I mean, you know what I'm saying. We talking about fourth grade, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying. At that time, I mean, in fourth grade, they
1: call them riding. Right. I mean, where it starts, yeah. I mean, if, if,
0: if I mean in fourth grade, with my mind not being developed and not being mature enough, shit, I could have took that one or two ways. I could have been like, you know, I hate all y'all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, mean, I, I could have. I don't know. You
1: know what they was calling me in elementary? Nigga pino. Oh, no. she's a nigga, oh. yeah. She's a nigga pino. I was like, what? I
3: wanted to hit on that, like. Did you grow up here in Lexington? I did. Okay, like, what was that, like, experience for you guys growing up in Lexington? Jarvis already hinted on a little bit of it? Uh, you just hinted on a little bit of If you want to elaborate a little I bit mean, more. that was
1: really, that was just a nigga, you know, that's what they said. And and I always got the, you think you cute because you got long black hair and you mixed. No, I don't think I'm cute, but I dealt with that. But it's it like was like, you from, think I'm cute, clearly, yep. and you want to give me shit for it, that's fine. <laughs> but who was it from? The black, the black community. Yeah, from the white people. Man. It's from the
0: black community. I mean, but, I, you know I mean? but, but I'm but i not saying I never had that in Lexington either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I had white people, you know, attack me too. But uh, it's it, in the beginning, especially, like, my elementary years and probably, like, probably, like, up until, like, sixth grade. Like, like it was probably up until, you know, I started playing, like, like sports and I was actually, you know, decent in football and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and playing. it. And like, uh, he winning, he right? one of us, but You know, <laughs> people was like, ah, you know, but nah, <laughs> but for real, like, but see that
3: and that's crazy though, and she was. she made a great point is that that's where it starts because yeah. let's say it did turn you completely off from your your black side, and then you grow up and as an adult you don't really fool black people. And then what's the first thing people say? Oh man, you don't fool with us. He ain't one. Well, he ain't like yeah. us. Yeah. But they don't know it's because uh, your childhood you were teased for yeah. being a certain way and it was majority of black people teased you and then it turned you off from a whole culture and then you growing up and like, man, I don't need food with them no more. Yeah. So they don't understand, but how, for you, how was it growing up here in Lexington?
2: Um, so I grew up my first couple of years in Frankfurt and uh, there were almost no Asian kids around me. And if they were, they were, uh, we, I met Asian kids in ESL and I just spoke English faster than a lot of kids and I, I learned it and spoke it faster. So I got to get out of ESL faster. So I think growing up, I don't know if you guys ever felt this, but like growing up, it's like you're not white enough mm-hmm. to be with the white people, to be considered white and American, but then you're not Asian enough to be seen as an Asian. So you're just kind of in this middle and people don't know how to group you. And and that's what people want to do. They just want to group you. They want to know where you belong. And when you don't belong anywhere, then you just, that's, you just don't belong anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of just like this outsider. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I had a teacher once She asked me if I could demonstrate how to use chopsticks to my class. And I'm like, I guess. And she didn't didn't ask me what I wanted to like. I I thought I would just pick up some stuff. She like brought me a plate of like beans. I don't eat beans. (laughs) And she was like, here, eat this and just use your chopsticks. And I was like, cool, I guess. And you know what's really fucked up, though, is that I did it because I wanted to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, yeah, someone see me because I felt so just like cast aside because I just didn't belong anywhere, you know. So I, I think I grew up a lot of a lot of life in Lexington, trying to figure out like where I belong.
0: Mm-hmm. all right man! I just want to shout out real quick, man. uh You know, when when I had got to Northern, though, man, my guys took me in, man. My my guy Chris Jones, <laughs> my guy <laughs> Beasley, you know Chris what I'm saying? Jones. Jonathan Hughley, my guy Beasley, he took me in, you know what I'm saying? So uh you know it it was it was all love from them two so you say you gonna be I mean them were two of my nah, best I'm friends about to hit up. Uh. them <laughs> was two of my best friends in fourth grade Chris Jones and Beasley yeah I didn't know that either them was my dogs man cool. Beasley. Mm-hmm. oh man yeah Chris, Chris Jones and Beasley. yeah that's why I say man Chris Jones always solid man I told you yeah. man that's my dog man he's been solid since since fourth grade man took me in you know Beasley too and you know it was it was, a, it was a good little crew man but, but see that that's
3: also an interesting topic too did did you have like any young female friends or any male friends that were black that like you know pulled you to the side and made you feel more welcome because like jarvis said that that means a lot from coming from where he was coming from and having black people roasting i'm pretty sure jones and B is still roasting them, but it was in more <laughs> of a friendly way did you have like black friends that you know Kind of like pull you in and welcome you. Be like, man, forget them girls.
1: I had a couple uh, back in the day, uh, like one of my girlfriend, Kenyatta Pinkston. She, we've been friends, rocking sister, first grade. Um, then one of my neighbors, Janisha. But then when I was in middle school, they called her Big Mary, Mary Buchanan that was mary. my dog yeah like, a big i'm talking about at school mary was probably already we were in middle school mary was our probably six foot. she, she um, built like me and she didn't like i mean <laughs> hey hey she just smack it down right now you big Mary. but you know people used to pick on me i used to be really timid they would pick on me i would cry like i was really like i ain't know how to fight i know what's going on you know and she'd be like i ain't gonna mess with her and she'd be like don't worry about that you know like she would take up for me but I was so timid. And then I was, like you said, I was so lost because I wasn't raised by my mom or my dad. My grandmother raised me. Mm-hmm. So it's like... And what at What race was your grandmother? Black. Okay. Yeah. But you know how older people are. They don't, you know, they're still trying to raise you like they raise their kids. Mm-hmm. So I was in a mix of not really understanding where I belong, you know, and not even understanding, like, well, why is my mom Filipino? Why is she not okay. here? And then they're saying this stuff to me. So, I mean, I just... I don't know what it is like just wanted to have friends and would do stuff for attention or yeah. you know what I mean whether it was I mean, good attention or bad belonging. attention I just wanted attention mm. you know we so all just want belonging yeah, well, and
2: from
1: that's, that that's young age that that's that I believe that's where my low self-esteem came from so for years you know on the outside I may smile but it's just like I was really sad growing up. You know what I mean? Like as a kid and not belonging or feeling like you don't, because you're around everybody else, and that goes into another situation. But I'm saying outside of being mixed, you know, if I got my cousins around, they got their moms, and I'm the only one that don't have my mom or my dad. So it's just kind of like I don't feel like I belong at school. I don't feel like I belong at home. Like baby, where do I belong? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So for me, any attention was good attention. It's probably why I had a baby when I was 15, and that's just real.
3: Nah, nah, that's, that's... It's just one of those... I appreciate you being that open because it made me ask, I want to know Jarvis, and she, uh, Kim had mentioned something earlier too about the whole chopsticks. You were, you didn't know at that age it was like, you know, low-key racist, but you were just wanting the attention to stand out, to be different. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll show you how to do this because you want attention, you want attention. What about you, Jarvis? Was there anything, did you want to start for attention
0: being younger? I, I didn't really want to start for, a t- I mean, like I said, I've always been like, if you, if you ask anyone in my family, right. And it comes to like, you know, like I embrace both cultures, but like even my family in Texas, the black side of my family, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a little running joke. Right. Like, like, like they all say like, ah, oh, yeah, he the nigga out of the three. Mm. Right. Cause I'm like, you know, they consider me like the most black out of, out of the three of my brothers. That's crazy. You know I mean, out of us three. Yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, I embrace my Korean culture so much too. Like, it don't matter. Like I, man, like I'll take Korean food to work and eat it. And people will be like, what's that smell? And it's like, Hey man, y'all just going to live with that, man. Like it's what don't I want to eat. eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't have no problem. Like I go to Korea, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And it, it's crazy because when when I go to Korea, as soon as I touch down, it feels like home. I get that feeling. I haven't been to Africa. I'm going this summer. And when I touch down, I, I halfway kind of expected to kind of feel the same. Yeah. So, I, you know, I mean, granted, none of my family that's living now has ever touched foot on Africa. But, yeah. you know, I think it'd be a surreal feeling. You know what I'm saying? And and, anyway. and maybe it it kind of gives you that feeling. I don't know. I've I've heard other black people say once they been to Africa like it kind of gave them that like ah oh, like I'm man like I'm home. yeah I'm home so you know I'm I'm thinking maybe it'll mm-hmm. give me that too but I, I never really like I never really starved for attention like I think I've always just been like a like a dude that just been like kind of goofy <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> like you know yeah. it's,
1: it's just but, but you know even as an adult I had moved out of Cal- to California in 2004 and I was on set uh i don't know like an extra on some show and they were talking and the girls they was like oh what if they was like well asian something and that was like uh i was like yeah i'm filipino so it was girl she was korean she was like technically you're not asian you're pacific islander and i was looking at her like what like i was so technically yeah that's what she was on like she was like i'm an asian you're not and i'm looking at her like what the what like,
2: what
3: does that matter? Like, what are you talking no. about? Technically, you're a bitch. that? <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: What to talk about Q Roberts.
3: Wait, huh? Oh, let me, let me find wrote that Q. Uh, Let me find out about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that comment about Jarvis. Yeah, that was Q <laughs> Roberts. When I first met Jarvis, I don't know. He was mixed. I always just thought he was a light-skinned dude that looked like, <laughs> that liked to wear <laughs> <a suit>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Jarvis, any he truth to that? Hey, hey, I,
0: I don't think do. I ever had a pair of Eastlands, man, but, <laughs> hey, Q... Q can always, hey, I, I'm going to just tell this little quick joke real quick. I, I remember we was at a Dirt Bowl one summer, and I, I still remember this to this day. And I still tease Vincent about it to this day. But Vincent had bought uh, a pair of K-Swiss. Ah oh, man, Quentin roasted him. <laughs> he said, hey, man, you got a Serena Williams. <laughs> Still remember that to this
1: day man hey something's wrong with
3: you kids yeah, yeah wrong with you. It's, it's a cute thing y'all wouldn't understand but um for people who are tuning in right now we are actually shooting this show from truth recording studios if you're an aspiring artist like to do spoken word anything like that to have a studio set up come in here get your beats done put your vocals down you
1: trying to be a
3: rapper like me yeah like like chrissy J. uh it's located at 340 east new circle Road, suite 120 lexington kentucky 40505 so come through Tell him he says, she says, said, she said, sent you. You might get a discount. I don't know. Don't hold me to that. Tell him Jarvis said that. But um, <laughs> what what about you? What I want to talk about dating outside your race.
2: And I've only dated outside my race. Oh, yeah, I'm. I wouldn't. I actually know it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know that game that Never Have I Ever game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how plucked up I am. I I was I said. So when you when you say, you say never have ever something that you don't have to put your finger down to. So I'm like, never have I ever been with a man outside of my race thinking that I'm a white girl because I've only been with white ma- men. And my friend was like, are you okay? I'm like, oh wait, I'm Asian. Like, I've only been with men outside of my race. Like not okay. But I mean, like I literally, I grew up so immersed in my white culture, so immersed in it.
3: Dang, that's crazy. What about you? Two? Like you was about to by going a tirade, and you know you had to sit back and calm yourself down real quick.
1: Nah, I just I, yeah, I don't, I I don't date white man or, Asian man. I date black men. <laughs> <laughs> I know what
0: I, mean. <laughs> I appreciate you, Audra. Before I,
1: before I did. I mean, oh, I just
2: man.
1: you you know what? To be honest with you, and this is just being real because I didn't know who I was, and when I started. You know, as I became a woman, I started realizing or starting to be able to embrace who I was, like Filipino and black and be actually be okay. Um, I didn't feel like that another race, especially the white race, would be able to understand me Mm
0: -hmm. and I
1: didn't want to be put in a situation where I tried to explain something to them that I'm just now trying to figure out and I'm just now understanding and learning on my own. Mm -hmm.
2: And sometimes you know, I'm just not attracted to you know what i mean like maybe you just. Like, my sister, it ain't my, no wrong sister is yeah, not, my sister cannot look at a white man and find any attraction in it she's just like pass yeah yeah it's just certain and i can't look it. at an asian man and find him hot like yeah I mean, you know I mean, what i mean like
3: pass pass hard pass so you don't
1: like asian men either no
3: i don't know what the asian dudes so you you mentioned growing up you know <laughs> Just making a show. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, white people. Oh, Asian men, black men. men. <laughs> it does
1: make me mad.
3: Did I say did again? I forget,
1: because I no not say damn. I'm going to say one thing that pisses me off. And this is really, I hate when someone says, oh my God, your hair is so pretty. And then somebody will be like, they'll be like, well, what do you mix with? Filipino. Oh, no wonder. What do you mean? Like that. Burns mm. me up as if I could not just be a black woman
3: and have good hair and
1: have and don't I listen, I'm one of them, don't say good hair because what, what do you call it? I mean, what's good hair?
3: I don't know, that's what I'm asking you.
1: No, I'm asking you, what's good hair though?
3: That's why I'm asking you, but you Let's said say it so. What's good
1: huh? hair? Listen, what's good hair?
3: <laughs> what you have, what she has,
1: that why is it good?
3: What Jarvis has because y'all why? just got good hair. Nobody said it's why is it good, hair. but
1: what so that, 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 that implies that hair that's
3: not like ours is bad no it's
1: not so why is ours good
3: then because it's a certain texture
1: so it makes it good yep. or more manageable
3: i don't know about manageable because our hair is manageable
1: so no. what makes it good hair
3: i just told you the texture just like if you if you were to touch something it will make it good because it's smooth right
1: but first of all who are you yelling at? i'm just saying you, <laughs> you you set up so i'm about to set but up I'm just so, so therefore
3: if something Wait. is smooth then that makes it good i mean you're not going to sit here and say something bumpy. Oh, yeah, that's a good texture. Is, right my so hair,
1: it's good. is my hair smooth or is my hair curly?
3: I said the texture, the texture of your hair is good. So, right, so, so like, oh. I tell
1: you that I have good hair and you don't.
0: That's
1: what he's trying to tell <laughs> Just So th- this is um, and I'm say this is my problem. So I have three kids, my, my oldest daughter and my middle daughter. My middle daughter has, you know, her dad's mixed. I'm mixed. So she has that what they would call mixed texture hair. And what is mixed texture hair? It's like the fine curly hair. OK. So my oldest daughter, has a little, her is a little bit thicker and kinkier, or used mm-hmm. to be. So growing up, I used to hate when people be like, oh, the one with the good hair? Like, that shit wasn't okay, because then that implied to my oldest daughter that she had bad hair. I have bad hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always tell my girls, there is no such thing as good hair and bad hair. People can say what they want to say, but not just because my hair is curlier or smoother doesn't mean that mine is good and yours is bad. Like, I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just telling you.
3: So I mean, good her, it's, good well,
2: no, it's, it, it's it, it goes along with the movement of body positivity. Mm-hmm. Is there a good body or a bad body? No, they're all bodies. I got a dead they're, body. They just do different things,
1: you know? What <laughs> this you say? Is, but I this got is, a dead body. But this is where <laughs> I the. you said dead. <laughs> but this is where the, the thing came in with, with Americans or black women were back in the day. It was just like, oh, I want white girl hair. I want hair like. But see, I think that's a appreciate. different
3: conversation than what so, you were saying, though.
1: No, I, I'm saying as far as the good hair, but they're, they're basically telling me as a black woman, no wonder you have good hair because you're mixed.
3: No, I don't think that's what they're saying no. because so you, you, you just said I want hair like a white woman. So they identify good hair as a white woman.
1: No, no. I'm saying what I said initially when I'd be like, oh, my God, your hair is so pretty. And then they will come back and be like, I'll be like, thank you. What are you mixed with? I'm like, Filipino. i be like, that's why. Or no wonder. Like, what do you mean no wonder? So. I couldn't just be a black woman with this hair.
3: That's just being ignorant though.
1: But that's my point that that was that's what people say all the time. You you can ask any or just black women. Why does it matter what I'm mixed with? Okay, you like my hair, you like my hair. It's like they had to have a reason to say, Oh, okay, yeah. No, I get what you're saying anytime anytime
3: you see a black person with good hair people automatically train to think she's automatically mixed with something.
0: Yes. So I well, get that, what you're that, saying. That, that whole thing just got a negative connotation, right? Mm-hmm. Like one that day, we, the, the whole like good hair, bad hair, right? So, you know, a lot of people, well, you know, so, some people have been brainwashed to think that, you know, uh, like this hair is good hair, this hair is bad hair, right? But uh, yeah, cute silly, man. I know it's cute, dog. So, uh, <laughs> So so one day we was at the airport, right? Was you looking at the comment? And uh okay. So one day we was at the airport and uh Antoine had got into it with somebody else. And they uh it, it was Taryn actually. So they they got into it together, and you know, Taryn had kept trying to say, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, the good hair, you know, I got the good hair, and you got this, this, and this. And Twan was like, same argument. Like, like, what do you mean? What, what's good hair? So you saying my So... Like, basically, Twan broke it down to him. He was like, you know, w- which I agree with Twan. He's like, man, ain't no such thing like, you know, do you have a finer texture of hair? And is my hair a little more coarse? Yeah. That's what I was referring to. But to say that you got good hair and I got bad hair just don't make no sense, which is true. Like, 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 how you defining somebody's beauty, you know, you're saying that this type of hair is only the beautiful hair and this type of hair is the ugly hair or whatever it may be, right? Um but it also goes to, you know, anytime you you talk to somebody and they're talking about Africa, right? A lot of people want to automatically go like, well, no, Africa just ain't that. Now they got beautiful women. Look at the East African women. Like the Ethiopian and the uh uh what do they call uh the Eritrean women? And those are the ones that like, you know, they got the fine hair, the fine wavy hair and stuff like that. But it's like Okay, so you're saying the rest of Africa is just...
3: Snappy and just... Snappy and ugly,
0: right? Because the first thing people do is like, oh, no, they got beautiful women. Look at, like, South American women, which we know a lot of South American Africans... Well, there's a lot of white Africans in in South Africa, but then there's also a lot of, you know, you got to think there was some, you know, some mixing of races there, too.
2: So... Yeah, but I think I i completely agree with you and i like i said i think it's with every race and every people there's just good and bad qualities and traits that there shouldn't be like Mm -hmm. a good body and a bad body that's unfair Mm -hmm. you know and and like 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 in america i think i think oftentimes people consider blonde to be more attractive you know and like that's unfair and then like in the asian culture there's like asian women that
1: they think are more beautiful than other Asian women and
2: like that's not fair. like there's a
1: lot of subliminal things that go on like I was selling them not too long ago my niece was watching a, sh- a show and my daughter pointed it out and it was a Barbie you know the little Barbie YouTube things and she was on there and the little Barbie jumped in she's black the white one jumped in and she got she's swinging her hair like oh lustrous and then when the black one jumps out hair turns into a fro and she's like ah oh my god it's a mess and so what is that subliminally telling these mm-hmm. little girls that are watching these shows? Yep. That the black girl gets in there and her hair is curly in the fro, it's messy. But when the white girl jumps out, oh my God, it's swinging and it's lustrous. Mm-hmm. And so these are the th- things that these young girls are learning. And unless they have someone there, which we're at a different, we're at a pivotal point in our lives where- There's
2: more representation. Yes.
1: And mm-hmm. we have embraced, and it's not even that, you know, we have embraced our own
2: mm-hmm.
1: beauty. Mm-hmm. It's not even about anybody else doing it. We yeah. have learned to embrace our own beauty and to love us for us and not seek outside, I guess, uh, validation, validation. validation. Yeah. to say that we're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I cut all my hair off. My hair was down to my waist. I, remember. I cut my hair off psh, a little bit longer than, now it wasn't even as long as this, mm-hmm. because then it was like, you know what? Curly hair is in. and. It's beautiful, and I can wear my curly hair and and not feel because that's what they say to me when I was younger. Why your hair is so thick and curly is bushy? You need to straighten it, and that's yeah. what I did to fit in. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just
2: I just finished reading Gabrielle Union's um, memoir, mm-hmm. and she talks so much about that about just growing up in a white community and trying so hard mm-hmm. to assimilate yep. to that community. It's so crazy. Did
3: you did you you talked about you know you don't date. Asian, man did you have and I know you guys both mentioned the lost part at what age did you start to find your identity to to figure out okay this is who I am as a as a woman because- I don't
2: know if you think after college after college I moved to Los Angeles and I think when I I I just personally felt like it was easier in a bigger city when I when I saw more women that looked like me when I saw more people that looked like me when I was around more non-white people um and just people that are i mean like this is the south and it's just different you know like i think women cover themselves up more here um i think women are more docile here and i'm not speaking for everybody i'm not trying to generalize women in the south however yeah like i I think out in california out in bigger cities new york california miami women are just like i like what jarvis had said i really want women to embrace their femininity, their sexuality, mm-hmm. like who we are as like a divine feminine power. And I think that a lot, and I, I see that less in the
1: South. So we can be in LA, like my girlfriend, uh, Michelle, I mean, we can go to a pool party and have on thong bathing suits mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be like, oh my. No one that here. any less of you. Yeah, no one, yeah. It's not like, oh my God, look, at, but you do that here. It, you know, it's a problem, but again,
0: it's it's also it's also that exposure to it too right yeah so like like even like you know they said in europe you know there's a lot of like new beaches there's a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff like that and i I mean man and i am be honest with you i remember the first time i went down to miami i was a senior in high school and i remember going down to miami and the first time like we walked on this beach and i'm like looking at titties and ass and i'm like oh Mm you know i'm like yeah i mean one i'm a 17 year old kid with my hormones jumping but i'm (laughs) i'm like you know i'm like ah, ah." you know and it it was a shock to me but now you know like if i were to see it especially after you know having a lot more exposure to the world through traveling and stuff like that and and just being you know more mature just in general like it would be nothing for me to like see that now which is about, oh, okay you know we we a beach where you allowed to be nude or whatever but yeah. um you know the exposure to it i think is like huge so a lot of people here well i'm not going to say a lot of people here that's that's generalizing but there there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who have one never left kentucky <clears throat> maybe never left the city in kentucky say, yeah. or um, never left the
2: us yeah like, like people that have never been in a space where they are the minority minority like yeah. that like there's so many people and then they're like oh well i've been to cancun i've been to this resort i've been to that resort and i'm like oh god just the
0: resort you and sound so you haven't
2: been to be the real Cancun. you sound so yeah. dumb that it just yeah. makes
1: me mad for yeah. you. but the thing is it's just ignorance because they just really don't know they don't understand you know what i mean they've not been exposed to that
3: do they not want so, to know do they not want to
1: understand yeah well
2: and, and and they've never been in a space where they've had to try to communicate broken english yeah. so it's like so uncomfortable for them
0: and that's that that's mm-hmm. the key part you said there they don't want to do it because they don't want to come out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. right so you know for, for someone to say like like let's just say for instance someone to say man i want to pick up and go to argentina right mm-hmm. I've, I've been to argentina and they speak uh um portuguese well no they speak Spanish but speak Spanish. but but there is some Portuguese speakers there as well right so it, it's kind of like like when I went to Argentina it was almost a it was well, it was primarily Spanish but then there were a lot of Portuguese because you had a lot of people that came from Brazil and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. but i mean who's just going to think let me just go to you know Argentina and just land in Argentina and want to explore because it's out of their comfort zone they're not going to you know they're unfamiliar with the food they're unfamiliar with the language I mean, that in itself is just huge in itself, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when people don't understand, they fear. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know, and I, I don't know if I told you, like, when I went to Fiji, <clears throat> Fiji, right? So the Fijians are dark, you know what I mean? But then when that we That was a low-key
0: stunt, too, by the way. Yeah. Huh? That was a low-key little stunt. When I went to Fiji. I, I don't, I went to Fiji. it I When I went to
3: Fiji, because it's nothing for me, but go ahead, go ahead continue go ahead. with your story.
0: I ain't never been to Fiji.
1: black on black oppression that was not a light down. the point of what I was making is that when I went there right um, we were on like these cruise things or it wasn't a cruise that we went on but like these boats for some type of thing so a lot of the we noticed that the Australians were kind of staring at us or whatever right so there was a little boy over there he was like they were like so the one lady said to us, she said, don't worry. She was like, a lot of them from New Zealand. She's like, they've never seen a black person in real life mm-hmm. ever. So they're just, I mean, for them to see that in person, it was just like, oh my God. So they, nobody was speaking to so were rude At the time, my husband, the way he's had his haircut or whatever and stuff, and a lot of people said he resembled Kobe, right? So then the people beside us was like, oh, they were just joking. They said, watch this. They was like, Kobe. You know, they think all oh, black people look like anyway. They was like, so they started. They was like, that's Kobe. That's Kobe. Everybody like wanted to start speaking to us. Then it was like, oh, they cool. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you play basketball. But yeah. when they just thought we was a normal, just black.
3: So it wasn't you know, until normal. they thought y'all were somebody that it was accepted. But Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. But then I'm just looking at the kids that were really like pointing. Like it reminded me of like back in the day when we used to watch, you know, movies from they're looking like, oh my God, look at them. What are they? Like, what does this kid keep on pointing at me for? Like, I'm getting mad. But it's because he literally had never seen a black person in real life before. Mm-hmm. They live in their own little world in their bubble and they're not exposed to it. And if their parents don't take them outside of that, mm-hmm. like, how else would they know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kim, would you, would you ha- have you experienced <laughs> any racism in the United States?
1: Yeah.
2: And, and most, I would say mostly like microaggressions. Um, so nothing like aggressive or blatant, but yeah. Oh my gosh, my whole life, like kids would make fun of me. You, you, you've seen it where people are like ching, chong, chow, chow,
1: yeah. you
2: know, shit like that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then just people just being rude to me and then, um, people being rude to my parents, especially because they mm-hmm. speak broken English. Like they have a very thick, heavy accent.
0: Um, yeah, l- let me, let, let me ask you this. Um, because I know what my experiences were, but for you primarily, what race did that come from?
2: Um, it came from, so two I'm going to say one, race, black people, and then two, lower income people. So I think people that come from, um, like like with with, with the, the lower income kids, I just think from families that didn't take time to teach their kids to not be that way. Whereas like like kids from like upper-class white family, middle-class white family, they would just, instead of being mean to me, blatantly mean, they would just ignore me. So it's like, they would just not even bother. Whereas like a, like a, a kid from like a, a low-income family would actually be like mean. And a white kid me from a low-income Yes, family. and then like, <clears throat> I'm, and I'm sure with like the same with those black kids too that made fun of me. I got made fun of by a lot of black girls growing up. I don't know why, but I did. I mean, I, I remember in elementary and high school, in middle school, elementary and middle school, yeah, often.
0: Which elementary and middle school did you go to? I
2: went to um, Tates Creek. Um, I went to Hearn Elementary in Frankfurt. And then I went to Mill Creek Elementary. Oh,
0: damn. Uh, yeah, Mill Creek is a little rough out mm-hmm. there, right? But... <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then high school, I went to t- uh, Henry Clay. Okay. But yeah. How okay. old are you, if you don't
0: mind me I'm
1: 29. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: turn thirty this year. Yay, yeah, turn up! Turn up! Yeah. <laughs> last year, you know, twenty. I, know. I thought where's I'd your, had like. your birthday? July fourth. Uh,
1: oh, um, four celebration months. every year, fireworks uh, every like, year for Yeah, hours,
3: yeah. Hours. I'm, I'm right behind. I'm twenty-eight, so I'm, to it was, right it was 28. I'm not, not too
1: far huh? <laughs> She's like, who? <laughs> I, I have a question before we end the show. How would you? How would you? Because of what we were talking about earlier. How would you react to your, your daughter if she came and was like? Daddy, how come I don't have good hair? How come such and such has good hair? Mm, She's on would, you, bro. How would you respond I don't give to that?
3: A damn about her being on me. My I'm asking. My question, no my question was. would be, what, what does she think good hair is? Mm-hmm. And, then what, and then what what are you gonna say? To yeah. it, it would be depending on what her answer is.
1: Well, what if she said, "Well, I watched the show, and you said that she has good hair, and you said she has good hair, but my hair is not like their hair." Oh, so. that's
3: easy. I was just saying, well, baby, I also told them that it's also the texture of your hair, so. Their hair looks different and it looks good, but your hair has a different texture and it still looks good. So it's not about the way it looks; it's the texture of your hair. So with that being said, I'm gonna drop the mic and we gonna get on a pattern here today. What he, he, he said, she said. Alright, y'all see this? I didn't cut, did.
1: cut it. He yeah, cut yeah. That. yeah, he didn't want to let. it.
3: Well, y'all want to keep going? We can
1: keep going. We're light skin. Huh? What light skin? I
3: just said, you know, I would just tell her it that it's not the way your hair looks; it's the texture of your hair that makes your hair a good hair.
1: So it makes it good
3: because of the texture. Y'all just simply said earlier that it's the texture. I
1: didn't say that. Y'all
3: said if it's coarse, then that means it's still good. Like it's the texture of your hair that makes your hair look. So good.
1: then there's no the such look. thing as good hair. Or I
3: never like said that. it was. Try to please. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. What is that? Please tell me. Hey, it's recorded, so we can. Run it? Oh, we can. We can run it back tomorrow.
1: But you said because you have good hair and yeah. that's what made me say wait a minute what's good, good hair?
3: hair based on your texture not the way it looks i said she has good hair you have good hair jarvis has good hair all three y'all hair, hair no my hair is trash all oh, three okay. y'all because <laughs> because it's, huh? it's not doing. but all three of y'all have different type of texture Her doesn't make it bad it makes it good because of the texture of the hair no you're talking in so-
2: circles yeah okay it's i thought okay. it was
1: just me it's okay He's usually not a loss for words. He usually gets right. quick jumpbacks, but that not
0: that. Jackson in it, right?
3: <laughs> I know what <laughs> I'm talking so, about, and I know I'm right. They just they just different today because
2: you know. The yeah, we ain't here, given that up. So, but I think at so the end of the, the day, I'm too, the there is no good and bad, and there isn't right or wrong. It, I think it's like it's from her experience as as a woman that's dealt that's dealt with that. It's mm-hmm. not about having good or bad hair. It's I have hair, and it's it's manageable or it's not manageable. It's easy or it's not easy. You know. It's about trying to teach. The young kids it's vernacular. The vernacular yeah. of things really changes what it means, <laughs> and we shouldn't say that stuff is good or bad when it isn't innately good or bad.
3: Still good and bad, hair. but anyways, we're gonna get on a bad here today. Who said that? Agree with Christina. Who said it?
1: Cute. What are you talking about?
0: That's uh, cute. Who's that? Cute. Uh, but but I also think yeah. too, like you know, it, it that that does kind of like touch on. because it could be some you know something like somebody saying like you know uh like people with round noses are, are ugly you know people do you with, have a good nose you know. or do you have a bad nose yeah and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. well
2: my nose i can breathe through so i think it's good right yeah. but it's like that's not what they that's not what they mean yeah. yeah
3: but but to that to that analogy what would they compare to say a, a good nose is though like with you you said a good hair is dependent on they categorize okay well you must be mixed with something that's why you got good hair so how would you categorize what a good nose is to compare the two
2: and i think but but when you ask that you already know what people mean when they mean good hair you're you're a smart man you know what people mean when they mean good hair
3: what you turn around your drivers for <laughs> <laughs> tell
2: them girl it's, it's true you're not ignorant and, and and when someone says that's a good nose you know what a fucking good nose means what's I mean, a good nose then?
3: what's a good nose? you know well
2: what's a good, the good but when people talk about a good nose they're talking about an objectively like probably like longer thinner nose that's objectively a good nose so instead of saying a good or a bad nose just someone has a nose and a good or bad hair someone has hair like, so
0: so i think what she's saying right so like like nine times out of ten right when people are like talking about they want better hair right mm-hmm. so they're gonna go out and get the weave that looks like a certain way mm-hmm. or they're gonna try to a hairstyle that looks a certain way. When people get plastic surgery, mm-hmm. it's more towards like I've seen more and I, I mean I could be wrong, but I've never seen it the opposite way. I've never seen someone with a like a you know more slender nose go to like yeah. widening. So you know like, like,
2: I've gotten my boobs done. I didn't have good or bad boobs. I just wanted bigger boobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I don't have good or bad hair. I just wanted straighter hair. It doesn't make yeah. it good.
1: It's just.
0: Yeah. So I think it's more like, you know, when she's saying it, I, I get what she's saying. Right. I think like what 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 a lot of people see as being good is like what people are trying to really transform to. kind of.
2: Yeah. And I think what, what you're getting at is just for the sake of young girls feeling good about themselves. Yeah. That's where you're getting at. Yeah. It's just changing the vernacular so that all young girls do not feel like shit about themselves because they're not good enough. Yeah. Right. And or, that's what it is. Yeah. She said
0: it, y'all. I'm but I, but I'm. My
1: face.
0: You know, but I'm also glad that that we do have like the social media, the mm-hmm. platform that's out there that 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 can you know the different platforms, where, you know, we do have influencers who can who can make people feel good about themselves. Now, don't get me wrong; it's a lot of negative too. But I mean, it's good to see you know, and even if it is just because of an event that happens or something like that, you know what I'm saying? It it is good to see that that people can start feeling empowered some being just who they are mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but then again there's a lot of other stuff where people feel like you know social media makes you feel like you have to be this or that in order to be you know whatever but uh but I okay. think social media has done a lot of good too for a lot of people's self-esteem
1: yeah. so let me show this real quick forget our I had to talk to my people's last week and they, said, <laughs> look, <Not>? they say they <laughs> said I made a comment to your girl. Remember, I said um, uh uh-huh. I, I made a comment. I said she her her age. I was like, ooh, I said, okay, girl black, don't crack. He was like, I think you should stop saying that. I was like, why? You're talking
3: about
1: doing the show? Yeah, no, he didn't say it during the show, but when I said it on All the right. show, he was like, I was like, he said, uh, I said and I? he was like, because then you're implying, I said, what? Well, that maybe white right? I said, how is me saying something positive about the black people implying something negative about white people?
2: Oh,
1: yeah, that's reaching. I said, and he was like, Well, okay, yeah, you're right. He was like, I thought you were just trying to reach a different base. I was like, but that's just something in the black community that we say. It's nothing to get somebody else. Yeah. So is that wrong for me to say black don't crack? Does that imply? And he he agreed with me after I said it. But what do you guys think? And when I'm saying black don't crack, am I implying that white people do? People told me Asians don't raisin. I said, oh, Asians um, don't what? Raisin. I
0: mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, like I feel like you could say that without the implication, but there is that implication behind it. But I feel like you can say it without you having that implication. But it's almost like one of those things. Like, everybody knows when people say black don't crack, it's because you could look at someone your age that's white that, you know, may look older than, you know. But my
1: thing is, why are we, why is it a comparison towards white people? Why isn't just like, hey, black skin, because we have more melanin, you know. Because I don't think. Most people don't know. Like, people look at me, they don't think I'm 42.
0: But when that, but when that, uh. But when that whole thing
1: black and Asian.
0: I mean, but when that whole thing came out, right? People saying black don't crack, I, I think it it was initially used as a and and it may not have necessarily been like a, okay, this is a complete shade to this race, but it was like a all right, y'all age a little different than us. So black don't crack. Asian, Asian don't raise I don't know any other answer. Now, now what, <laughs> now, what are we now what are we gonna say about white people, right? That's so to it's, they
1: got uh, enough to, stuff to say. But,
0: <laughs> but, but those are, I mean, to say black don't crack, Asian do raisin, like we know that that is a basically I ain't even gonna say it's a jab at white people but we that's my
1: point me saying something positive about again but you guys but that's uh, not what we're saying. I, I think that you, like, I, I, think you can say I think you can say something positive about your in the black community without it being a jab towards another race. I mean I think it's all intention
0: it is, yeah. it is. And that's what I was saying. Like, you may not have had the implication and in, in, in the intentions of, but, of meaning that when you yeah, said and it. The
2: intention, only the, this, the sayer knows what the intention yeah. is. Ex- exactly, exactly. to the other people to read it how they want. And,
1: and it's all about
2: project, perception. People yeah. will project the shit out of what you have to say.
1: I mean, until I tell people, especially at work, they don't get kids yeah, twenty 26, what? Yeah. You know, people, you look really good for your age. I'm like, thanks y'all. But I'm just saying, like, that's the thing that they say. I mean, no way you 42. Okay, black don't crack the only thing I can think of because that's been the saying in the black community for so long. No?
3: no, she's looking at you, driver.
1: No, I'm not, I'm,
0: not, I'm not saying it ain't, it's right? Your turn. But it's, just, <laughs> it's your turn. Today. it's just like Kim said, like, I think it's all an intention because, I mean, you got to think, right? If when most people, when most black people say that, it's a slight jab a little bit like i think that turn that thing that whole statement was coined as a
2: look we don't age let's say yes
0: we
3: age gracefully let's 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 say
2: let's say yes but let's say the worst that that means the very worst that that means is that white people age uh quicker and not as gracefully that's the worst that that means right exactly think of all the other jabs that are actually calling like Black people like ignorant or dumb, Dirty. Or, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that, like yeah. that is actually like disturbing. This is literally saying that like white people, sorry, your skin sucks. Like, sorry, you know what I mean. <laughs> like that's, it, it, that's the worst that that means. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> all you're, like is like, the other. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't I, listen. I don't have no problem with anyone saying. I'm just saying, like, I think that that was kind of coined as a.
3: Speaking of this, and I know this probably topic has gone way. Drop, <laughs> not drivers. Tina and Kim. Have y'all had white people or white women come up to you and say, I love your skin. Does that make you feel a certain type of way? It doesn't
2: bother me. I have
1: really good skin. So, you know. <laughs> no, not to me. I mean, people have said it. But just, just with the whole never.
3: black don't crack, because like you said, when you tell somebody you're 41, I'll be 42, they like, oh, I don't believe that. And they were like, you just have such beautiful skin. Does that make you feel something? They better?
1: never really say that to me. They just say, like, at work today, this girl was like, oh, my God, I thought you were the same age as me. I said, "Why how are you? She's like, 29. I, I already mean, know where you
0: are
3: going. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. It's, you already
0: know where you so going. What
1: beautiful
0: skin! What's up? <laughs>
3: well, what is
0: it?
1: They don't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that.
0: to me. I already know where you going, Kim Walker. <laughs> I'm
1: not feeding into that. Set that up real good, too,
0: Oh
3: yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, man, but we got—we do have to get out of here, uh Miss Kim. Can you let everybody know where they can find you at, where they can find your shops at? You know, get a hold of you and everything.
2: Yes, um, you guys can find me online at hey it's Kim H. um, and then my salon is at the nail shop Lex, and
1: um, yeah, you just keep up with me on there. And, thank and you for having me. No, you thank you for oh, coming in, in here
3: today. We really do appreciate that. I like
1: her prices too. I'm going to be out there, Brandon Cross, and she's got good prices. Well, there
3: is. You got drinks
0: and stuff out there too, right? Like wine or
1: something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. No, okay. All right, yeah. Let's see. Yeah.
3: Well, uh, Josh well, to say before we get on the back here. No, nah, I'm incriminating everything. So we we out of here, man. Y'all see
0: this hair? Um, oh, bad. Man. Hair. I'm surprised Quinn didn't say nothing about this bad hair. That day.
3: head
1: is trash too. Uh, TD, got something you want to say before we get out of here? <laughs>
3: That's right, going. I mean, it's coming. Oh, It's coming. You, it's coming. So Your hair something. gonna poof up like a fro. what it? You, what you, he gonna have
0: something to say then? I ain't got what nothing to say. Y'all was... I'm just waiting for her to say something so you know we can get out of here. Oh.
1: Uh, hey y'all, if I ain't told y'all before, I love y'all. Appreciate
3: y'all. <laughs> no bars to that. No, no bars.
1: Huh?
3: You ain't
0: got no bars tonight. Kim, yeah, you got a little no, rap for us? 16. Can you spit
3: something for us since we in the studio? You, you, can you spit something for us, real quick? You
2: know,
0: uh oh.
3: It's I customary need, for our guests, to. I need a beat, you know. Like, Jarvis?
1: B
2: box.
1: So. All right. Not because you black, but just because you <laughs> <laughs> All right. all right
0: uh
3: you know
1: i don't think we can do it yeah we, we
0: ain't gonna i'm get gonna out. start it
1: off y'all know i got my same breath, and she's gonna pick it up oh, my name right. is christina i'm black and filipina you disrespect me i bring rain like katrina
2: oh my name is
1: kim <laughs> <laughs> my body slim <laughs>
2: and I'm
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, we great get on the here. Thank you everybody for tuning in to another great show again. Thank I guess Kim for stopping by. You can always catch previous episodes on the YouTube channel. Uh he said she said talk. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
0: podcast too, Spotify. Uh, man,
3: talk ta- ta- to to drivers, you know, this: listen-
0: Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, uh SoundCloud, uh, I- uh Apple iTunes iTunes Podcast, yeah. uh Google Play Store, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So
3: yeah, so if you can't sit down and watch the show, do what Jarvis just said, go listen to it on all major streaming platforms. So on on that note, we get ready to get on the batter here. We want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We out this thing. Peace. 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 And her
1: grace.